0: This is the 10th take, I usually don't do 10th takes, I don't use you do two takes, but it's worth 100 takes, because it's episode 100, welcome to my trip to reality, and it's episode 100, and I have a guest, um, I had the pleasure to meet Andre Beluso. he is a photographer, um who spreads a lot of motivation a lot of inspirational stuff on instagram um he's a I in my eyes he's a very successful photographer um and nowadays where everyone calls themselves photographers he is truly a great photographer and we met at a cafe and I just threw my phone on the table. We talked for an hour. Quality might not be so good. There's some background noise. But yeah. There it is anyways. Here it is. But before here it is. Um, as a thank you of course. Um, his name on Instagram. Andrea Beluso. That's A-N-D-R-E-A-B-E-L-L-U-S-O. And... Uh, Mine is Dennis Forsberg Photography on Instagram. All right, guys. This has been an amazing hour with him, um, and I hope you enjoy. All right, see ya.
1: Why do I do that when I can get it for free? Because every class is different. Every class, I learn something new. Every time I create greater with my life. Yeah. And the the problem with with people in general, not just photography in general, is that they're lazy. They want the one class that will solve everything. They want the one thing that is, you know, the key to the, their happiness. Yeah. And then they wonder why they keep being miserable fucks.
0: I did press record. Go
2: ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: just <laughs> So you're like... Okay, cool. Um, just so you're aware. Um, <laughs> as far as... I mean, okay, something basic. Hmm. Why did you start with photography? Because I liked it, and I had fun. How did you find it?
1: Uh, by borrowing my dad's camera and just taking pictures randomly. As a photographer, I have
0: to ask like, what kind of camera was it? Well, it was a Hasselblad. Oh And
1: then my father gave me a first camera when I actually got my job as a photo assistant and I was
0: 16 years old and my first camera was a Hasselblad as well. Which I Okay. About that. See, I'm, I'm picking up. Mm. If you speak, I just pick yeah. up all things. All right. Um, so as far as getting experience as an assistant, as a photography assistant somewhere mm. versus studying.
2: Mm.
0: There's been a lot of talk about studying nowadays where the debts and the loans and everything is just so overpriced. And mm. people are going to pay it off for like 30 years
2: mm.
0: in their life. Would you argue that going to college, I did, Mm -hmm. went down to Sydney to study there for three years. Studying or assisting?
1: Uh, I would take assisting any day.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Why? Because uh, if you assist, then you should definitely try and assist a photographer that you admire. Otherwise, there's no point in doing it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you learn by seeing. And you don't learn by somebody's points of views and when you assist you will assist one photographer for a certain amount of time and then you will go on assisting somebody else and somebody else and somebody else until you actually start opening or when they start shooting
0: okay
1: so you don't just pick up one person's points of views if you have a smart photographer yeah uh, whereas in, if you go to school you actually uh, start buying into the points of views that are called the laws of photography or rules of photography yeah uh, and there are no rules. Those rules are point of views of people that are now dead and gone.
0: Yes, someone came up with decided,
1: it. They yeah, decided, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Why did they come up with it? Because it was fun for them.
0: Yeah, Don't impose That's it for
1: fun. me. If it's fun for you, i fine, great, have yeah. fun with it. I don't want to hear that.
2: Mm.
1: You know, I read a big, I saw this big sign at an airport, I can't remember where, last year, and it said, you have to really know the rules in order to break them. And that is the biggest bullshit in the world.
0: Hmm. Okay. A lot of people would buy into that. I know, a lot of people do. Yeah.
1: A lot of people do. So they're going to learn the rules. What happens is that when you start learning the rules, then you get stuck automatically. And you get set into that, and you believe that that is the right way to do it. And where is the creativity in that?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: In creativity, there are no rules. That's the definition of creativity. Just your point of view. No, that is not my point of view.
0: No, that's like not rules as, but it's your point of view of things this is my point your of view your point of, of view
1: yeah your your point of view creates your reality basically yeah you know so uh, if uh, you create your own your own life your own pictures your own style and that style should change every time based on what is fun for you when you're taking that picture mm-hmm. and not based on your past or your future expectations mhm That's where people normally go to. They refer to the past. This has worked, this has not worked, therefore I'm doing this now in order to create my future. They go and calculate all this in their heads. Yeah. Where is the fun in that?
0: And where is the creative aspect in that? Okay, let me ask you this one. Having a project for a long time, let's say that project spans over five years. Yeah. Would you say that's restricting to something and or? No. Okay. No.
1: You have to look at things in different ways. There are... The, the problem with this reality is that we tend to think that everything is linear. Everything is either right or wrong, Yeah. black or white, uh, up or down. Yeah. When it's really not that. Mm. So we're actually going beyond photography now. This is re- really about what reality is, and what is reality? Reality is every person has their own. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But when I talk about this reality, is the common reality used by most people, 99.999% people of the world, Mm -hmm. that think that the world functions this way. Mm -hmm. And when you ask every single one of those people, okay, so how does it actually work for you, according to what you call this reality, they will give you a trillion definitions. Mm When you ask them another question, what would be fun for you and how do you see the world, they give you a totally different answer. Yeah. So you see, reality is very subjective.
0: It's a very personal thing as well.
1: You have to create your own reality, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. And if you don't create your own reality as a photographer, in other words as a creative person, then
0: what are you doing? Is it so important that it's positive? What do you mean? The reality. Take it again. It's important to create your own reality. Yeah. Is it important that it's a positive reality?
1: Well, your question is a very polar question, because it's either positive or negative. The thing is that... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, no, I don't have an answer to that. Okay. It's... Your reality that you create should be a reality that is fun for you. Mm-hmm. And who am I to judge it? Yeah. If we remove the judgment aspect of it, mm-hmm. we actually change a hell of a lot of things. Yeah. So if we look at it from the photographic aspect, and I love photography with this because photography is such a concrete example of everything we do in life.
0: Yeah.
1: When you took a picture, you take a picture, and that picture is actually showing things from your perspective as yeah. a photographer, That's right? True. Yeah. So you're showing people your point of view.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And people will either like it or hate it or be indifferent. And it's up to them. And it doesn't matter either. But that is your point of view in that those 10 seconds when
0: you took that picture. When, just when you said that, my mind went c- like completely just straight away to value. Okay, so what value is that? So, <clears throat> I guess the sort of jungle of being seen and if you're not being seen you're creating great work it's worth it to you but then again you also want the recognition for it i think right. it's not people liking it mm. people seeing it therefore leading to things as i well, love. that is it
1: yeah i get what you're saying and yeah. there is a matter of choice i mean there's i see a lot of photographers that are following me have private accounts yeah Yeah, yeah. So if you're a photographer, a photographer, very often photographers choose to be photographers because they want to hide behind the camera and they don't want to be in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. Okay? Which is the reason why in most of my life classes I actually call photographers up on stage, they think they're going to take a picture when in fact I'm taking pictures of them. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. (laughs) So. So it's very interesting how these photographers that hide behind the cameras all of a sudden hide their profiles, which is actually the work that they do behind the camera, Yeah, which is very interesting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, and I'm not judging it, I'm not saying it's wrong, I'm just saying you have to ask yourself the question, what do I want to do with my photography? If you want mm-hmm. to keep it private, then that's fine. But if you want to work as a photographer, yeah. you have to be seen.
0: Yeah that's true and
1: you have to be willing to receive all judgments
0: yeah I, for a lot of people that's a problem I know <laughs> uh, I haven't had that problem myself hmm. um, when I was in school people all, the teacher always was like okay Dennis stand in front of the camera with hmm. all other people photographing me hmm. I was the model hmm. um, I do a lot of photographing myself photographing myself crying being mm. very vulnerable mm. but I remember the first time where I was like you know what I don't care if people see this yeah. I was doing like a YouTube thing I was 15 I like mm. play games video mm. games uploaded it and then I sent it to a youtuber I admired yeah. like hey what do you think about this and it's my clip and then all of a sudden it's on his feet I'm like oh no people can see this my <laughs> friends can see this and then I was like you know what that that's what matter. you actually
1: asked for <laughs>
0: yeah yeah yeah, exactly but then I thought you know what if people find it and they see it and they laugh at it cool if they don't laugh at it they support me then I also know who are my true friends and who are just well yeah fake mm. it's, it's I mean you're putting yourself out there but it's so important because if you're like shelled you're not gonna just not realize more about you, but more about the people you hang around with. Mm -hmm. The question is, how much do you want to create with your life?
1: If you want to create with your life, you have to put yourself out there. You have to have your voice heard, you have to be seen, you have to be willing to be judged, you have to be willing to fail, you have to be totally, totally vulnerable and have no point of view and no resistance and especially no judgment and especially no self-judgment. Mm. If you want to create with your life, if you're happy, not creating with your life, in other words, I'm referring to people having a nine to five job and being satisfied with their lives, and that work yeah. making them throw up. Yes, yeah, uh, if you're satisfied with your life, then you should definitely not be seen.
0: Yeah, I I work at a nine to five at a storage company. Mm. There's a lot of people there who give up on the fact it, it decays over time yeah. that that um want and the dream and the what you wanted to have yeah. it's like a year after year you tell yourself the first year then i'm gonna make it one day second year those, no, are Those are dreams.
1: Those bullshit.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know? But They, they just still... lie to
1: themselves. Those are just dreams and lies that they feed to themselves. Not even other people, but to themselves especially. Mm-hmm. Which keeps them surviving mm-hmm. the satisfaction they have of their daily lives. Mm-hmm. Instead of actually desiring and creating the life that they truly desire. Mm. Not many people are very willing to create their life. Most people are scared of creating their own life. Okay. Why? Because they're scared of failing. Yeah. So, you know, they're born into this world mm-hmm. and then they start buying a lot and they're willing to create because when we we're babies, we're willing to create, otherwise, we would not be born. Mm-hmm. We're willing to really explore this world and create from it and generate, not just for ourselves, but for everybody else. Yeah. As we grow, we buy a lot of points of views, first of all, from our parents, of course, because they're the first ones we see. -hmm. We buy a lot of points of views on how things should be done.
0: Yeah.
1: And how the world should be, and how things, you know, how you should behave. Mm -hmm. So, all of these are restrictions that are cutting you off from being you. Yeah. From the real you. This is the mind. Mm -hmm. So, as we grow, we start listening to our mind more and more and thinking that we are our minds. Okay. So, by the time that we're 20 more or less, mm-hmm. most of us actually do not have a clue who we are. We think that we are something that is the mind, mm-hmm. something that is this body, something that is actually not us, it's actually so far from us, and so much small, smaller than us. I thought you liked course, sorry. So, you know, we believe in this fat lie of us being something that we're not. Mm -hmm. And so all these people that we're talking about, they go painting these so-called dreams of something that they don't actually desire Mm -hmm. and something that they think is impossible when, in fact, if they really desired it, it would be totally possible for any of them. They could achieve it, all of them, Mm -hmm. if they really wanted it. But they make themselves small, believing that they're something that they're not, or somebody that they're not, making themselves smaller and smaller and smaller, and just destroying their lives. And everybody
0: else around them. I I connected that with um, people uh, being able to show the work to other people. Mm. Because if you show your photographs to other people, you, you don't just open up opportunities you open up something within yourself and you show yourself
2: yeah.
0: With this sort of you dreaming and everything and you f- taking the first step to actually doing something I think that's in a way, this is gonna sound a bit hippie mm. I don't know, in a way of you have another version of you sitting there mm. Like the people that sits on Instagram waiting for your Instagram account to be yeah. public yeah. You, as a second you, wait until you go into that studio, go into that place yeah. to create something. Yeah, and you're just waiting all the time. You just end up waiting. Do you believe... Okay, this is going to Do you believe there's one of you or a lot of you? Um, I, uh,
1: there's just one me. Okay, okay. <laughs> In different dimensions, but there's one of me, yes. Okay. And uh, the one of me is not separate okay. to... You is not separate to this coffee. It's not separate to that car that drove by. It's not separate to anybody in the world and the whole universe. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm an infinite being and so are you. Yeah. Uh, this body, I created this body mm. in order to be able to enjoy this cup of coffee, in order to be able to enjoy that car that drove by, mm. in order to enjoy the smell of flowers, in order to enjoy the taste of wine. Mm. And you know all other pleasures that the body gives you. But I have always existed, and so have you, and so has everybody, always and will always exist. Me. Before you were born. Trillions of years, my friend. Okay, okay. Okay. (laughs) We're energy. Yeah. That finally, a couple of weeks ago, medicine actually went in and said, yes, consciousness is separate from the body. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah. I was not waiting for the medical approval of this because I knew this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even they are saying that this is the fact. And so what I am trying to inspire people to to look at and empower people to choose their own lives is exactly this. It's, it's reaching consciousness.
0: <clears throat> is this something... Because I remember a phone call with you. And if I'm just... Reha- like talking what what happened. Yeah. Uh, this was you going to Dubai to do a workshop. Yeah. Me wanting to do it, I just felt financially I couldn't. I feel also that I restrained myself in that way. Um, but what was this is the thing I hate about myself because I can lose myself. Like I'm saying, I'm gonna say something important and then I just lose it. But. Okay, I got something else, I have a, I worked with an agency, that agency works with a photographer, I'm not gonna name the person's name, um, but that person hasn't studied, just photographed. Mm. This person has a very bad camera, but photographs for Vogue, photographs for uh, Grazia, photographs for a lot of these big magazines. And when I first saw him, oh shit, you know, I just did what you did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When I saw the person photographing him behind the scenes and just, uh, the person played a very cool, like, yeah, yeah, no worries. Everything works fine and just photograph, b-b-b-b-boom. And how the person photographs just eight clicks zooms within those clicks next location next location like Mm. the whole shoot took maybe 20 minutes Mm, that's cool and it was going to be an editorial and i was just so thrown by that because i went to college i went Mm. to do these things now i know why i did it Mm. i know that i have something if you, you say something to me i can just visualize that into a photograph then, from there on, I have to build on that, of course. Mm. It's not, it, there's a lot of stages to a photograph. Mm. I, I create photographs, I don't take them. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but seeing that with a okay camera, with, in my mind, if you're going to photograph on Vogue, you've got to have the expensive camera. The camera is a recorder. Yeah, I know. It's no more than that. The camera
1: doesn't create anything.
0: Mm. But seeing that and then go, why did I study? Why did I blow 600, no, almost 700,000 Swedish crowns on education Where I, when I see that? That threw me completely. And it also is like, why have I studied? Well, And then some people argue that this person has a vision. This person has an eye. This person has a taste. You can't acquire. You're born with it. And I'm like, bullshit. Uh, In yeah, so
1: yeah. The thing is this: the camera doesn't do your work. No. The lighting is a tool that you use in order to create your vision. So Mm -hmm. the most important part, technical important part of photography is the light, not the camera. The studying, as I said before, is just buying different people's points of views, and most of those people are dead today.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. So. If you were i never went to school i learned as an assistant yeah i jumped off school normal school in order to assist mm-hmm. and uh, so i didn't have a formal education in that way and the first thing that the photographer mm-hmm. that i was assisting, the first photographer that I assisted, told me on the first day of the job is like i'm not going to teach you anything
2: mm-hmm.
1: and i said well okay so why the fuck did i jump off school mm-hmm. yeah and he said well Why do you like to take pictures? And I said, well, you know, I like to see things and take pictures of them and then show the world how I see things. He said, cool. So where do I come in? Because you would just be talking about how you see things and how you photograph it. So it's all got to do with your eyes and how you see things. How do I come in? How can I come into your head and your eyes? Mm. You have to learn how to see. So learn how to see. And if you have any questions, I will answer your questions, but I'm not going to teach you anything. Mm. That for me was the biggest and best lesson in photography ever. And it lasted 10 minutes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not even that. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I learned in photography. That was my lesson in photography. And I didn't learn by, oh, he's putting that light over there. So I have to do it that way. Of course, I did that as well, because mm-hmm. I wanted to see how it worked. And in fact, that was lesson number two that was important for me with him. Because so after a couple of months of seeing his lighting setups and whatever. Uh, and I had access to the studio and all that stuff. I started, you know, creating my own first portfolio. So I was, you know, borrowing models from the agencies and whatever, and so I was, I was taking my test. And then, after a couple of months, he was doing this big shoot, and at the end of the day, he said, um, hey, uh, so, what, you think now that uh, you can take the same pictures as me? And I said, yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> okay. And he said, cool, you know what? Um, I just finished shooting. Models have still got the makeup and the clothes on. Why don't you take the same shots as me? Here's my camera. Oh, and it was the first time you gave me the camera. What well, camera was it? It was Hasselblad. Okay. And uh, so you gave me the camera, and uh, I had the same lighting. It did not move. The same model, same makeup, same everything,
2: mm-hmm. same
1: everything. We went to the lab, processed the pictures, and the next morning I went to pick up the pictures and brought it to the lab. I was convinced before that moment that those pictures would be identical. And of mm-hmm. course, we look at them, and they're completely different. Mm -hmm. You can clearly see my pictures and his pictures. Yeah. Why is that? Okay, you can go into the physical concrete aspects of it. He's much taller than I am. Uh, All of that stuff. Fine. Even if I got up to the same height of him, they will still be different. Why? It's the energy. He's him, I am me. Yeah. First of all, it's his studio. Important guy very loud, very funny, whatever, very confident. Mm-hmm. His energy, you can perceive the energy when I'm talking about yeah, it, yeah, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then take the energy of a 16 year old that is a little bit cocky, yes, but doesn't really you know know how to talk to the models and talk to people, he's new in life, or whatever. You perceive the other energy there? Mm-hmm. How can this energy create the same object? It's impossible. It's impossible. That's why competition does not exist. This is a difference of opinion. No! You're not getting it. You're in your head. No. It's your energy that you choose to be in. And the thing is that that energy, you have the choice every second, every fraction of a second, to change your energy. And you have to be willing to choose your energies on which energy would create the most in that fraction of a second to
0: create greater. Didn't you... You talked about this in a recent post, didn't you?
1: I talk about it all the time. So
0: <coughs> it was um, it was you going into the studio and wanting to create something different so you just disconnect completely and just go with... Okay. I always do that. I always do
1: that. To create is not... As I told you before, you know, our minds are a product of all the information that we've been taking in mm. with our brain. So the mind and the brain are two different things. The brain is a machine. It's a brilliant machine. Mm. The mind is a product of everything that your brain has been recording from the second you were born into this body. Mm -hmm. So how is that you? It's information from outside. How is that you? Are you just recording it? You're just recording, recording, recording. And making assumptions. You're using your brain to create assumptions from all of those things, the so-called experience of life. Instead of always being in the question. What mm. will this create? And the one thing and also we buy into the big lie that we is also a product of the mind and one of the biggest lies is that this reality is a polar reality. Mm. Good, bad, white, black, yeah. up, down, you know, right, wrong, all of those things are polarities. When in fact if you look beyond the polarity of things and think that there are a million possibilities in every situation, including the energy that you choose. Then you have, first of all, a lot more choice. Second, a lot more fun. And third, you actually get to create how you want. Yeah.
0: I create solely on what I want to create. However, there is a perspective of the business. The one thing I, th- I think is a big problem now I happen to like fashion which is good but I love doing concept art making other people feel um, no like I want to make people cry I want to make people cry in a bad way or a good way within photographs telling my stories telling other people's stories what I live through I'll create a photograph of that Um, yeah there's a lot of notes in my notebook there's a few photographs actually been taken and created. But what I asked myself when I came back to Sweden, I got no jobs, mm. even though I came off top of the class and everything. And I was so. The, the, I was still the boy who dreamed, who was like, oh my god, I, I, I achieved so much, let's go to Sweden and do this. I told my teachers like I know if I go back to Sweden it's gonna be difficult I'm gonna pull it off, but I I applied for photography jobs here and there nothing I got a photography I got I worked as a salesman for Sony, selling cameras. Um, I didn't want to do that I hated it, but it's the only job I could get. Um, then I became a photography teacher, teaching photography to. Uh, people uh, uh, high school kids for around six months and looking back at it yeah it sucked the pay was bad Mm -hmm. however because of the sales perspective I know how to sell myself as a photographer now Mm -hmm. teaching perspective I know how to teach photography Mm -hmm. in that sense but when I started thinking of the business I created my business two years ago and I started to think, <clears throat> what can I make money out of? I think that's... That's the yeah, problem. That's, that's that is the problem. problem. Yeah, that's a huge problem. That is
1: the massive problem. Yeah. That's what most photographers do.
0: Yeah. And they go, got wedding, food photography, product photography, course. Okay.
1: Let me stop you right there. Yeah. First of all, why did you start taking pictures?
0: Um, the...
1: <sighs> Was it a passion?
0: No, not from the start, which is pretty weird. Oh, Whoa, well, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, I wanted to be an actor. I went to Kultrama here. Yeah. Uh, and just after when I was ninth grade, and I lost the monologue. But I had to do it because if I didn't, I was going to regret it. Mm. And they asked me, if you're not getting in here, what are you going to do? I'm like, oh, I repair car, cars, I don't know, mm. whatever. I went to high school at a media place and thought if I can't be the successful person in front of the camera, I'll be the loser behind the camera.
1: Whoa, is that why you started photography? Yeah, yeah. Can I give you a
0: tip? Yeah. Stop shooting. No. Seriously? No, I'm not gonna. Stop shooting. Alright, cool. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Trust me, I'm not gonna. <laughs> why? The second year. Uh, why? Yeah, I'm gonna, getting to it. The, the, sec, <laughs> the second year is I had to create opposites in you know, a photograph. And when I did it, I created a photograph. It was horribly photoshopped and everything, but there had there was meaning to it. Mm. And my teacher was like, "That's a great photograph." I'm like, "What are you talking about? The, you can see that it's photoshopped. Mm. Technical. I was mm-hmm. sixteen years old. Exhibition. People are surrounding my photograph, mm. and other people photographing roses, wrecked cars, mm. black and white. You mm. know. Um, and then I noticed I want to make people feel okay I couldn't do it within acting mm. I can express my emotional emotions so much better within photography and then like another thing is I walked around outside this was my third year in high school mm. and I looked at a reflection and I want to photograph my reflection and then I heard some violet noise in the background. And what surprised me was, I didn't let go of the camera, I just held it up and was focused. And I pressed the button, and from there on I draw inspiration, you know what, I want to create a photograph like this. So I had two friends, or one friend standing here, screaming at another friend who held hold the camera. I draw something in my mind to then apply it to a photograph.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I was like, this is so cool, I can create stories. I live that, but I'm telling my version of it. And then I was like, this is what I want to do. Now, now I got the visual part. I can create stories. I feel like you're going to be like... (laughs) Uh, I can tell stories. But now, there are technical walls. Let's study for three years in Australia. Now, I'm only 25. Well, actually, I'm 24. I'm going to turn 25 soon. Um, But now, I'm shooting fashion. I'm doing photography jobs. I'm getting paid here and there renting out the studio but i'm also able to do the stuff i want to do mm-hmm. part of core reality sets in yeah. where you know as i told you the boy who came mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. who got like knocked down by reality well and going, you know the thing is that my, yeah that's yeah.
1: That, yeah that's what we most of us go through and, uh, and it's 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 not a surprise you know like i told you if we buy all these lies of right wrong good bad whatever then you are also buying into the lie of like having to be judged and having to be accepted mm-hmm. and having to fit in rather than like what do i want to do how do i create this how do i do it
2: mm.
1: and never stopping never quitting never giving in doing whatever it takes to actually achieve what you want to achieve
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know so if uh if you want to create your business as a photographer First tip is do what you really want to do, so if you don't like doing weddings, do not do weddings. If you don't like doing product photography, do not do product photography. Mm. If you just want to do art photography, well that's what you should do with it. Yeah. The thing is that photography, or any business actually, this applies to any business, it's a relationship that you have, yeah. so if you are in a relationship with a person, and you start and because what you describe now is that you met this girl photography, and uh, you didn't really like her she wasn't really you know your kind of thing she was the second best because the one you actually liked ditched you, so you actually took the second best girl Fo- you're following me sort of are right? you
2: yeah
1: it's, this girl is a photographer yeah then you actually realized that this girl actually was pretty fucking awesome mm-hmm. and and you realize, wow, actually we can have fun together. Yeah. Okay, and you fell in love with this girl, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the love part, but then you actually, all of a sudden, on this love of yours, you actually start saying, hey, uh, by the way, um, at the end of the month, you have to bring in enough money for the rent, and enough money for the food, you have to make sure that I eat at the places where I eat, and I go on holiday when I go to come. and you put all these expectations on this girl. Which is your photography. Would you do that with a girl? No, I wouldn't. Right, why the fuck do you do it with your photography? That's my point. Yeah, in that way. That is my point. Okay. So, what would you do with with a girl that you love? You would try and hopefully create your life together so that it's fun for her, fun for you, and whatever she creates with her life adds to your life so you're not half of each other. Mm -hmm. That's bullshit Mm -hmm. as well. You add to each other. You're a contribution to her life, and she's a contribution to your life. And together, you grow. Otherwise, if you don't do that, there is no point in having
0: a relationship. Not sure. Neither with a girl, nor with a boy, nor with a camera, or the job. In, in your case, you're telling me I'm a, I'm a cheating son of a bitch. You're a, you're <laughs> yeah, a cheating yeah. son of a
1: bitch, yes. Okay, yeah. You're an expecting son of a bitch. Yeah. You're a demanding asshole son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. (laughs) When you look at it, and you really have to look at your photography or your business in general as your lover. Mm -hmm. So if you want to have a good relationship with your lover again, Mm. start treating your lover as your lover. And when you wake up in the morning, every morning, you look at your business, at your photography in general, because that's an entity as well, that's an energy.
0: Mm.
1: Everything, what is an entity? an entity is a being with or without body that that is made of energy mm. in other words pretty much everything yeah okay so a business is an entity a picture is an entity you were talking before about a project for 3 months that is an entity on its own of its own that within it has separate entities that are the pictures yeah so you're dealing with a lot of entities and each one of these entities you have to talk to as you talk to a person exactly the same way mm-hmm. so when I wake up in the morning, I look at my business in general and say, Hi, what should we create today? Mm. I have a million projects, as you know, at the same time. Yeah. And I go, Hi, so how can I contribute today? Mm-hmm. What would you like me to do for you today? Mm-hmm. To my business. And how would you like to contribute to me today? And it becomes a game. Just like you would have with the love of being her first met. And not like most people have with a wife after 20 years that they want to kill.
0: Mm. Yeah. If you woke you woke up today, you, you woke up today, you asked your lover, business, photography, what did the photography reply? What did your business reply to you?
1: It replies different things every single day. Mm-hmm. And you perceive the energy and you go with the energy that is light. Whatever makes you smile, whatever makes you happy, that is light and that's what you should go for. If it's heavy, you should not go for that because that is a lie.
0: A happy businessman. Let's say with a suit and everything, you look at that person and going that person is just making money. That person is not really happy. Now, do you think, as a um, student type person walking down there, do you think that person treats? And it's all, of course, it's different, like from person to person. But do you think that person treats his life, his business, the way you describe it now? i highly doubt it and uh,
1: the people that treat the business that i just described it are the successful ones yeah if you look at richard Branson, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: he adores what he does yeah every part of it if just give me any example of any successful person that is what they actually do Mm. give me any example and there's billions in this world that are unhappy, miserable or just made basically satisfied with their lives. That's how they don't treat their business or their work.
0: When, when would you say you became you? Would you say within this second? I've always know- been me. Of course, but you're probably being confused. You're probably taking the wrong path, and years later, you decide hey, to. Hey, we all make else. interesting
1: choices, you know. Yeah. and The thing is that I don't judge any so-called negative part of my life as a negative part of my life. I see it's it a as learning. a not even a learning curve. It's uh, it's uh, an interesting choice. So if I make an interesting choice today, that could be a very stupid choice. What can I create after this? If I don't, ju- if I
0: keep judging it, I will not create much more. I okay. will destroy my life. Okay, I'm, I'm, ge- I'm getting what you're... Are you getting that? Yeah, the world right. is not polar. It's not good or no, right, bad. It's just no, creating. No, okay, it's okay. just creating. Yeah.
1: I killed a man today. Fuck, I'm an asshole. I'm, an, I'm a murderer. I have to go to prison. I have to... Well, that was an interesting choice. Probably a very stupid one. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe the person you killed actually needed to be killed. Yeah. You know? I don't know. You see what I'm getting? It's yeah. not what black or white. Mm. But if I don't judge myself, I can actually create greater. If I don't judge the world, I can create greater and give space to the world to grow more.
0: Do you think morale is... Bullshit. Um, no, no, no. Yes. <laughs> I do. Okay. Seriously. Okay, but do you think morale is um, blocking creativity?
1: Morale is the definition... Is the, the Morale is is the limitation of this reality that stops us from seeing beyond all the real possibilities
0: there are. I have an interesting question. Yes. I've thought about photography for me is telling stories. Yeah. Um, Whether it's an editorial, whether it's my own work, Mm. um, or in a portrait. Within a portrait, I would say it's very... It's, it's to its core more your point of view. I'm not telling a story with one portrait like create, like constructing something. I'll, I'll set up the lighting, I'll take your photograph, and then after that, that's gonna tell me something. I, I think portraits are a little bit different in that way. But what I was going to is nowadays, my age for example, these things are important for me. When I'm 80, photography. A lot of older people photographs because of memories. Mm -hmm. If I'm eighty, looking at a photograph when I'm twenty five, will I value that more, or will I value the work more? I know. I think that's very important. No, but I think it's interesting. I'm a very philosophical person, and that way you can just like talk about things and never getting to a conclusion, but just like interesting things. A lot of people buy cameras to record things to Hold the memories. Mm. I don't value that as of now because I see photography so much different But I think I will value it a lot more when I'm 80 My grandmother died last year. Mm. I value the photographs I have of her Mm. more than I did before Mm. and I don't have recording or video recording Mm. of her god damn it. Mm. I also photographed her when she was on her deathbed I was like mom can you take photographs of me and my grandmother she was like bones gray everything tubed up it was important for me to capture that it's a mom my, my mom didn't want to photograph with my grandmother there I wanted it and I needed it I don't want to bla- blind out the, the bad things this happened my grandmother died Happened. I need this And then, I'm just telling a story, I'm just rambling on here. Then on uh, the funeral, I took photographs. Um, One other person, nearby person, that's close to our family, um, showed up. I took photographs, I took photographs of the casket and everything. It was a real film of, it was my Nikon FE2. Mm -hmm. Then I spin the wheel to roll back the film. It didn't roll back properly i took it out and it was destroyed mm. she, my mom was like D- can you save it i'm like no it's, it's destroyed and she was like she was a bit crushed mm. but i was like yeah to me if i lost the photographs of my grandmother lying in bed there if i lost them that would probably i would care so much more mm. from that
1: the thing, I mean, I don't, I don't believe in accidents. I don't believe in uh, things happening by coincidence. I don't believe in any of that. Mm-hmm. Everything happens for a reason and everything is, you know, a choice either of our own or other entities, people mm-hmm. or entities. So did you ever ask the question like, okay, so what's right about this that I'm not getting when the film was destroyed? Because what I'm getting now is that your grandma actually did not want those pictures to be out. you yeah. perhaps
0: yeah and that's so much more romantic and uh, like amazing to think about rather than i shot that on my phone but the film was photographed on a film camera mm-hmm. mistakes can happen but then you can think in a technical way of that but you can also think of it as hey i could have deleted those photographs on my phone by accident as well I could have yeah. dropped my phone. <laughs> and it would be exactly
1: the same thing. Did you drop the phone or did your grandma actually push it out yeah, of the yeah, hand yeah, in exactly. order to destroy it?
0: Yeah. You know?
1: So it's the same thing. And mm-hmm. it could be your grandma. It could be somebody else that was If a funeral. Did you want to be seeing that just with their energy just, you know, mm-hmm. make that happen? Nothing happens by mistake. There are no mistakes. Mm-hmm. There are no mistakes. And you can just accept that. Of course. Mm-hmm. It's not accepting. You're it's, not it's overthinking the... things. Sometimes I didn't mind fuck myself. Yeah, we yeah. all do. That's product of the brain, and that's when I really go like, "Oh fuck, that was interesting." Yeah. Okay. So what can I choose now? Hmm.
0: Do you have a favorite photograph that you've taken? Mm, yeah, I have a couple. Can you choose one? Uh, oh.
1: Yeah, I think it always goes back to the same one. I think.
0: Yeah. Is it from now or like from, a long time ago?
1: No, it's from maybe maybe
0: uh, five years ago, mm. something like that. Can you tell me about the photograph?
1: I can show you. Sure. It's, uh, it was during a commercial shoot and uh, I was shooting with flash as usual and whatever and I just saw this thing and I was like, I took literally this picture with just one click, there's no more, one click. Uh, and it was the same pitch that I was taking with the flash, but only with the modeling light.
2: Hmm.
0: And it created what I wanted. Um, so that was fun. Just you have a meeting. When do you have a meeting? When do you have to go? I have to go, kind of now. I was supposed to be home, like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine, that's fine.
1: Uh, show you this picture. And it changes all the time as well. I mean, I have different favorites and it changes. Mm. This is one of my favorites of all time, Uh, if I find
0: it. Do you have a defining photograph? A photograph where like, after I took this photograph I knew who I am? No. Okay. Because
1: that changes every day, several times a day. Yeah. But I do have one project that marked the beginning of me truly working with light, Mm -hmm. that I have. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a book that I made uh, called Swedish Fetish that uh, has been judged a lot and has been appreciated a lot, but judged a lot as well, has made me lose several clients and now I realize that those clients actually didn't dropped me because of the book, but they dropped me because they couldn't afford me anymore, which is interesting. Mm. Uh, but that book, here's a picture, that book was actually the beginning of me uh, starting to really
0: create with light in a very different way. Has it something to do with a photograph or your experience of the photograph? No, just a picture.
1: A, p- a picture for me is an entity, it's a person, it's like a person.
0: It's something about the ice.
1: It's, it's the entity. It's mm-hmm. just it's the picture itself, and it's, it's a nice being. It likes contributors, you know, so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, but really, like you know, the the main thing that I want to put in is like not to go in your head about things too so much, and not and not think because if you, when you think, you're actually using your mind, which, as I said, is not you yeah and if you want to create you have to be you especially as a photographer Mm -hmm. and 99 percent of the photographers are not themselves when taking pictures they are who they think they should be they are who they think people expect them to be and they are who they think will make them successful which i will never be if they keep going into all of that
0: yeah
1: for me a successful photographer can be There is a successful photographer that I can... There's many, but one that I can define that shows my point is a little kid in Africa. Uh, It's a little girl. She's 12, I think, or 14, or whatever. And for me, she's successful. Why? Because she's got a lot of followers on Instagram as well. Her pictures are very normal. She doesn't use flash, she doesn't whatever. But the thing about her is that she's enjoying what she does, and she's doing it her way, and she doesn't give a shit about what people think. And she
0: just has fun doing it. That is success. Cause she's not poisoned by the money or desperation of the money. Not Perhaps. yet. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, she probably, might be yeah. by
1: now. I don't know, but yeah.
0: You you have to go to a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna I wanna leave you with this. I have a quote, and I'm, this is a quote from my series. Yeah. What do you think about this? The child dreams and the adult creates. You can say it's bullshit. It's It's
1: total bullshit. Okay. The child knows and the adult mind fucks.
0: That is more the truth. That's probably the sad truth. It's not
1: sad. It's not sad. You can just choose something else if you realize that then hopefully you will stop mindfucking yourself and start creating just like the child you were. That's the whole point of what I'm doing. I would like people in general to be the kids that they were, because then they were really creative. And if the whole world started being the kids that they were when they were born in this world, we wouldn't have any wars. We would just have beauty. Mm. We would really see the beauty in everybody and everything. We will start really enjoying this planet and not destroying it. We would enjoy ourselves and each other and not destroy ourselves and each other. Mm. So my biggest invitation is to be the kid. Yeah, because the, the adult dreams and a dream, the definition of a dream is something that is just a dream. It the, never becomes a reality. I would like people to actually start creating the reality as they know
0: they can create it. By being the kids that they were born to be. Mm. Yeah, for me, the adult is just taking care of the adult stuff, which is business, money, f- nine to five, that sort of thing, putting food on the table. The child, dares to dream because that that child doesn't have limitations. That child and we don't does... have limitations. No, the we only don't. What
1: limitations do they really have? I know. Is he's... our brain? Is our mind?
0: Yes. So, so you don't think that there's a part. Adult version to me is the person who puts food on the table. Can the child do that? Of course.
1: Of course. What is food on the table? Food on the table is so that your body can survive. First of all, we have a totally wrong perception of food today. Mm -hmm. We eat when we're supposed to eat instead of when our body actually needs fuel. Yeah. Why? I mean they say that food gives you energy. Well, uh, how come that you're in a food coma most of the time after eating? Have you asked a single question about what you're putting in your sweet body? No, most of the time not. Mm. You don't actually need food in your body to survive for a long time, a very long time. it just
0: comes down to sacrifice. No, Bullshit like price. Bills. Oh. <laughs> I love how I pissed you off before you have You don't to... <laughs> piss me off at okay, all, okay, you okay. don't piss
1: me off at all, but... Bills? No, okay. not at all. Bills are, you know, it's... Uh, every bill is related to some choice that you make. Yeah. Okay? It's not necessities. I didn't not have to buy that phone. You didn't have to buy that phone. No. You didn't have to buy that flat. You didn't have to have the light switched on all the time. You don't have to have an electric cooker. Mm. It's all choices. When you choose something, instead of going, oh, I buy this, therefore I have to earn so much money in order to cover those bills, that's the polarity of this reality. Mm. Instead of going like, okay, so what else is possible? What else can I create? That's how I function. If I function according to this reality, I would be flat broke and out of the street. I'm not. I'm really not. Hmm. This reality tells you that you have to have a job that gives you X amount of money every month, so that you can cover your bills, and hopefully you can have two weeks holiday in uh, Greece or Spain every year, if you're a good boy. Yeah. Well, fuck that because yeah. that does not work for me.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So instead of going that way, you could also ask questions like what would be fun for me today? Because when it comes to money, uh, money doesn't create joy, but joy creates money. Yeah, I yeah. And that's true. If you're happy, if you choose joy in life before everything else, that brings money in. In miraculous ways.
0: Yeah, money follows happiness. I heard you. Money follows joy. Yeah.
1: Joy does not follow money.
0: You know. After you said that, I created my. I worked on my project more. When you said that on the phone. Now. I'm very aware of me photographing burgers for a burger place at, like they have th- four restaurants. I love, like, I love their concepts, blah, blah, blah. I love what they're doing. Mm-hmm. If I photograph burgers, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be expected to photograph more burgers. Says who? No, 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 what I'm saying is, if I take those kind of jobs, mm-hmm. more of those jobs are gonna come in. Maybe. And then I, then, yeah, and maybe, then Maybe, maybe
1: not, don't go in expectations. If you have expectations of any source with whatever in your life, you will be disappointed. Never have expectations of anything. Mm. You're photographing burgers right now, fine, cool. Leave it at that.
0: Mm. Do you believe in bread and butter?
1: What is bread and butter? The the bread and
0: butter work.
1: No, I believe in doing whatever is necessary to create what you really want to create. But this, I mean, if you want to be. Uh, let's say you want to be a, an artist, an art photographer, art conceptual photographer, yeah. okay? And in this reality, it's like, you can't earn live living that way. Well, who the fuck says I have to earn live in that way? First of all, I can get a job, like, you know, sweeping the company, streets or yeah. whatever it is, mm. in order for me to create that. The important thing is that whatever job I choose to support me with that, I also have to enjoy doing that. Because if I don't enjoy, really enjoy doing that, I'm destroying everything else in my life. So if you hate your storage job, that is destroying everything else that you created. Everything, every single thing. That's my whole point. And you can tell me, how can you enjoy sweeping the streets? I've actually met a couple of street sweepers around the world that I have had chats with and they actually fucking adore their job. Yeah, yeah. So there is no excuses. There's just the polarity of I'm supposed to do this, I'm not supposed to do that. This is right, this is wrong, this is good, this is bad. I'm successful or not. Instead of saying, okay, what else is possible? What can I create today? And really looking at it from a million perspectives. To earn money, the bread and butter? Sure, if you, you know, like I said, it's all related to the choices that you make. Where do you want to live? What do you want to eat? What do you want to wear? All of how much you want to travel? All of those things, Mm. you know, and then see how you can create all this. But whatever you use in, in terms of bringing in the so-called bread and butter—I don't like that word—that has to be your joy as well.
2: Yeah.
1: I've been uh, when I was assisting. First of all, I was not getting paid for three years. I was working for free, and my parents actually left home. I didn't never left home. They left home when I was 18, no, 17. So I had another two years of living on my own and paying rent and bills. So how did I survive? Because I refused my parents' money because it was my choice to. Start assisting. I was working in nightclubs. Mm. I could have chosen to go and work in, you know, McDonald's. No, I was running in a nightclub. Why? Well because I was having fun there. I was working with boy George and we became pals and I was in the wardrobe. Mm. And it was fun. And I was earning my money that way, yeah. And then what happened after that? I became a photographer and after a few months I was not getting any jobs as a photographer. What did I get? I was getting I was being a truck driver. Did I enjoy that? Fuck yes. Mm. I then became a warehouse manager. I enjoyed that. Fuck yes, because it was for a fashion company. I learned a lot through that. I made a lot of great new friends. Every single job that I did, I loved. I really loved. I've never done anything that I do not like. Mm. That is the secret to anybody's success. And it's not related to money. For me, success is not how much money you have in the bank. Or what car you drive, or what clothes you have, or how much jewelry you have. That is not success. Would you label yourself as a photographer? I'm me. If people want to yeah. put labels a photographer on me, that's fine. Yeah. I don't care. That's fine. I don't mind. I'm a photographer because I take pictures, yes. I'm a professional photographer because I earn my living through photography, yes. Yeah. But that is not my definition. I'm a lot more...
0: I I love this conversation, but I want to be respectful if you have a meeting.
1: Uh, Yeah, I have to go. I I get uh, carried away and I love this conversation.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for this.
2: Thank you so much, Danny. Say, let's catch up again whenever you want. Yeah, absolutely.